Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. Yeah. So you gotta go with your girl. See, she's a lawyer. She knows. I, I agree. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but that girl code. Hi, Brendan. Where are my queens at? Where are my queens at? Right here, baby. Um, we have a studio audience with us today. It's Woo! it's a beautiful summer night. A beautiful summer night. No, fuck summer. <laughs> Summer's over. Between the crowded subway. Walking through the heat and then like finally being in like your nice cool building and then having to wait for the elevator because only one's working and then yeah. being jammed in there with like seven people and a dog. Two dogs usually. Two, yeah, two dogs. Um, can't wait to escape to Maine where the highs are in the seventies, the lows in the sixties, baby. Nice. Speaking of going on vacation, yes. Did you know that you can go on vacation with Vicky Gunvalson? I want to move it up. Oh my god. So. Some weird company called, like, an exclusive affair mm. is offering a vacation with Vicky at the Hyatt Ziva Porta Vallarta. And what's included in this? So, first of all, you get upgraded oceanfront accommodations. Sign me up. All meals, all premium, all premium beverages. You get Wi-Fi. Huh? Um, you get hotel taxes. What does that mean? Uh, hotel taxes are paid as part oh, of this. Airport transfers are paid. You receive a free whoop it up hat with your purchase. So I really like the concept of it being a free whoop it up hat, considering the price that we will divulge later down the line. Yeah, it's so much. So what happens when you arrive on Saturday, December one? You arrive at the Hyatt Ziva Porta Vallarta on Sunday. I guess you just sit there the whole day. On <laughs> Sunday, you go to a beach party with Vicky from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., which is a long, that's like a long time, right? I, I, I bet you, like, that is getting the party started. We go to Andelay's at 10. Well, like, I don't think Vicky's going to want to bring every single person to Andelay's. Like, the select few. Select, like, the cool kids. <laughs> so then the next day, Monday, you, there's a Q&A with Vicky from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Two hours of questioning. So what would you ask Vicky? You could ask so many, I mean, like, can, can we ask about the, 
Brooks and the Cancer. <laughs> I bet you that some items are like off limits, mm-hmm. or like I don't know. Vicky might want to talk about Brooks. I want, especially maybe if it's like a intimate setting, she'll be more willing to open up. Mm-hmm. As long as no one's recording, no this. cameras allowed. Yeah. Um, later that day, from three to five p.m., you get pool time with Vicky. Okay, so we're all diving in the pool together, um, hanging out, <laughs> and then. <laughs> We get almost 24 hours off from Vicky. So, so she needs a break. You won't see her till Tuesday, December 4th, when you go to a cocktail party with Vicky from 6 to 9 p.m. And then we close off this trip with one more trip to Andalays, and then we depart on Wednesday, December 5th. Andalays isn't listed here, so this is Dan's fanfic. I know, but, but Andalays is like, uh, uh, we're not going to part to Vallarta for our health. We're going there for Andalays. <laughs> um, so... The room categories is where it gets wild. So this, so what you're about to read is for assuming two person occupancies per, and this is the prices are per person. Okay. So starting category one is the oceanfront King that starts at $1,550 per person. Yes. There's category two that also starts at the same or for a double that starts at the same price point. Mm -hmm. Um, Ocean View King with a balcony, you have to pay 30 extra bucks per person. Which I feel like at this point, why not? Right, right. You might as well I'd have that. scrounge up the 30 bucks. And then single occupancy rates. So if you're, if you if are, you're alone. If you're daring to go alone, to go get an Oceanfront King is 1980 That's $1,980. Yes. Which is wild. And then that same king with a balcony, which if you're alone, you probably shouldn't get a room with a balcony because... You're going to jump? If you're, <laughs> if you're at cocktail hour, yada, 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 something could happen. Oh, no. Stop. Um, that's $2,010. So this does include... Does it include airfare? Includes, no, no. no, it's not airfare. No, it does not include airfare. Then, if that's the case, we're talking you one, two, transfers. three. You get airport We're only talking three nights here. So this is like a pretty penny. Uh, and like, who wants to hang out with Vicky? Uh, I do. But like, I would like to maybe, you know what would not be the craziest idea? I, this just came to me like as we're discussing this. Book a trip to Puerto Vallarta during this time frame. Go to Andalays. You know Vicky's going to show up. Hello. <laughs> You're saving hundreds of dollars. That's and you, and sick. You, and you get the same experience. That's stalking? <laughs> Technically, I think that's called stalking. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, wait. No, actually, it's uh, four nights. I apologize. It's okay. Four nights. Four nights, uh, like, $500 a night. Meals included. Eh. But here's the thing. I don't want meals included. Why? We've discussed this in the past. Uh, an all-inclusive meal thing. They're not giving you the best of the best. Right, true. They're giving you a piece of bread. Like, uh, <laughs> like a dry piece of chicken. A flatbread. Do yeah. I love a flatbread? Uh, so it's not... I bet you it's not going to be anything to write home about. But if any of our listeners uh, decide to embark on this trip... We would love to hear a full report uh, of your diaries from this trip. That's true. And while we're soliciting full reports, I also, TomTom is opening this weekend, 
And oh, to the public. To the public. Okay. And I know that some of you are in LA or the Los Angeles, greater Los Angeles area. We would like some reports from TomTom Tom if you choose to go. I hear that they have their own take of a crunch wrap, which is the best menu in the item at Taco Bell. Mm. Um, and I'm dying to try it. Yeah. I even wonder if like the food's going to be up and running this weekend. They might try to ease in with just drinks. Maybe, but they already did like... Soft opening. They did soft opening. They did press family, opening. They did all that. There was food openings. during that. Yeah. And like, I watch enough Bar Rescue to know that you got up for the stress test. You got to do both. Mm-mm-mm. So far, Yelp, two five-star reviews, baby. Beautiful. We're off to a good start. <clears throat> Check out an amazing picture of the Toms standing in front of the clockwork bar. <laughs> but let's move over to other news going on in the Los Angeles Beverly Hills area. Yeah. So the rumors are true. Denise Richards has officially joined the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Bring a book. Care or don't care, Dan? Uh, you know, probably don't care, but I will hold my judgment until I see what actually transpires. The... Where I think I will care is if her and Rena try to form a sisterhood and come out guns a-blazing. Yeah, we need another actress sisterhood. Yeah. Um, so she confirmed her participation um, exclusively to people. And she said, I'm so excited to join the cast of Real Houses of Beverly Hills as I'm a huge fan of the show. She's going to be joining everyone else from last year. Um, all of whom. This is really interesting. Is this an official, like, they're all back? Because usually, usually we don't know for sure, for sure, until, like, the trailer drops in a few weeks. Well, people is using the word expected to be back, and we've um. seen photos of um, Rena, Erica, and Dorit filming together. Yeah. Um, Safe to say LVPN. Kyle. Kyle. And then, like, Teddy, I feel like I've seen her and Kyle together recently. So... This is where Denise's quote gets, like, really bonkers to me. She says, I'm looking forward to spending time with all the ladies and hopefully meeting Boy George. Because Boy George, like, lives with Dorit. Yeah. Dorit's actually been... I follow Dorit on Instagram. And I believe Boy Boy George is on tour this summer. And Mm -hmm. she's been bopping around to to some of the stops. Oh, is is that going to be a storyline, too? I'm sure. And between that and we're going to get the Erica... Jane tour. Oh yeah, the pretty mess is coming to four or five cities near you. Mm-hmm. Jersey City being the one near us, <laughs> which is also the same night that Christina Aguilera is performing in Atlantic City, which I think is very homophobic for her to be performing in the same state as Christina, her close personal friend. Mm-hmm. She should be opening for it for God's sake. Yeah, that would be a better storyline. Yeah, but I think that like doesn't Christina watch? I don't think she wants to be a part of the storyline, mm. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in other casting rumors, which, like, take it with a grain of salt. This is like Willa Ford, Holly Marie Combs territory. <laughs> but Good Tea Time on Instagram posted a photo of Denise Richards, Lisa Renna, and Tori Spelling all together. It's obviously an old photo, but they wrote, Casting Tea, Diamond, hashtag Tor- Tori Spelling is allegedly the latest edition joining Raba. For season nine, get the tea on all the juicy details about Beverly Hills 90210 star joining the reality show. Link in bio. 
teacup. I, we didn't click the link. It's a lot of tea. <laughs> the tea is exceptionally good today. You know what? Uh, I would take Tori over uh, Denise Richards any day of the week. I would not. Oh. Tori's like almost in too sad of territory. Like she's not getting any money from anything. She keeps on having kids in order to like sell more reality shows. Yeah, come on. Her husband is like, what, isn't he still cheating on her allegedly or sure. something? All the time. That's I don't want that. Uh, I want you to present like a pristine outside, and then once I get a little closer, mm. it all unravels. You know. You know what I want? What? Carney Wilson. Of course you do. Where is the diamond? We need the damn diamond. <laughs> Carney, in her one episode story arc, gave us perhaps the greatest performance of, was it last season or the season before? Hard to even keep track of The season point. before, because Kim was there. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Uh, what did she even do that was, like, so great? She, like, mediated the fight between, I want to say it was Kim. It was Kim and Eden, because yes. they all three of them are sober sisters. Yes, 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 yes. I she earned that diamond that that day when she was hand, letting people taste her don't what, were they donuts or something? I think it was like little cakes, cupcakes or like. mini cupcakes. <laughs> okay, baked by Kearney. We got tipped off to this little story over on the Come Through Queen Facebook group where things are active twenty four seven, seven days a week, mm-hmm. three sixty five days a year. Mm-hmm. So. If you need your Come Through Queen fix at any given moment, you should be joining. Let's discuss this now. Okay, this one, like, I can't wrap my head around because I'm not of legal mind. Yes, so. I will help, hopefully help you wrap your head around it. So, this is from The Real Deal, which is Is a, it The Real Deal? It's The Real Deal, guys. But is it The Real Deal, you know? It's, um... Can we trust this It's a real. It's a real estate publication. They cover all the real estate hot goss, I'm sure. Ryan Serhant has been on the cover multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Million Dollar Listing now, by the way. Because you're a proud hat. Yeah. But that's besides the point. The agency's Mauricio Umansky hit with lawsuit allegedly... Uh, alleging impropriety in $70 million home flip. So this is beautifully written, by the way. It's a story of corruption, Ferraris, Michael Jackson memorabilia, and now alleged real estate impropriety. An insurance company claims in a lawsuit filed in federal court that agency co-founder Mauricio Umansky misled a client when he conspired with another investor to underpay for a Malibu mansion and then flip it for $70 million. That's more than double what they paid for it a year earlier. So the story actually dates to 2011 when the son of Equatorial Guinea president Teodoro Obiang uh, reached a settlement agreement with the Department of Justice and part of that settlement agreement required him to relinquish this property in question, Mm -hmm. meaning put it up for sale, Uh, the United States government would get a third of the proceeds of the sale, Mm -hmm. and at least a large portion of it would be going to the people of his country. So this is where Mauricio gets in, his grubby little hands. In 2015, he was tapped as the listing agent. And... Uh, a few months later, he brokered a deal to an individual named Mauricio Oberfeld. So we got two Mauricios teaming up uh, who, alleged, who agreed to pay $32 million. 
Now, here's the gag. Mauricio Umansky also invested in the deal, according to the lawsuit. And that's where it starts to get illegal? Yes. So, with approval from the government, the home sold in February 2016. A year later, Umansky and Oberfeld flipped the home for $69.9 million, over double what they had paid for it, records show. So while courting offers, Umansky received one from a man named Sam Haken, who offered to pay Oberfeld uh, an extra $8 million to get first bids on the home, according to the lawsuit. Umansky countered that offer without bringing it to the seller, demanding Haken pay $15 million instead of $8 million, with the agency retaining a 4% brokerage fee from the sale. The real deal actually goes into a ton more details, mm-hmm. which even like sheds more light on, onto this shady situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a spokesperson for the agency told The Real Deal on Monday that Umansky had acted entirely appropriately in handling the sale. Umansky handled the transaction with honesty and integrity, and we will vigorously defend ourselves against the meritless lawsuit, she added. So here are the things to me that pop out as shady. Okay. Number one, he's the listing agent, which means he's re- representing the person selling the property, representing their financial interests, etc. If in New York... If a real estate agent is involved in the purchase or sale of a property, mm-hmm. it actually has to be disclosed in the purchase or sale contract. Like, the buyer is like acknowledges that they are a licensed real estate salesperson or whatever. Okay. To me, it sounds like, was that even disclosed? Because mm-hmm. they're making a big deal of the fact that he was part of the, uh, the purchase, and maybe the seller didn't know about that. So he sold it in part to himself. Yeah. Okay. The other thing was people were making offers and he wasn't bringing all the offers to the seller's attention mm-hmm. and instead like countering himself while he's trying to pur- purchase the property. Right. So he like the seller doesn't know everything that's going on and that's really bad when Mauricio is trying to get the property himself. Right. So those are like the two big things that jump out. Uh, someone in the Facebook group mentioned that she believes California has a similar law of disclosure in terms of uh, identifying yourself as a real estate agent when you're buying or selling property. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know that, obviously, because states range with all their rules and laws and you stuff. You don't look it up? Uh, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this podcast doesn't pay me enough to, <laughs> to do you that you fail the bar there like, uh, what's your name's husband? Oh, my God, like Shane. <laughs> No. Uh, so, yeah. And then, apparently, like, this might just be the tip of the iceberg in terms of shady things going on at oh, the agency. according to a blind item. Allegedly. So, we'll see. I mean, obviously, it's just a lawsuit. We don't know what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let it play out in the court of law. Yeah. And tune back in later. All the way to the Supreme Court. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Let's take a quick break, and we will discuss the shows this week. We got Potomac, we got OC, and we got New York, Mama's Back, baby. So stay tuned. Hey, Brennan, it's the (laughs) Potomac finale. Hey, Dan, yeah. So here's the thing. Finales usually suck. Yeah, they're usually a boar snore. Yeah. Unless... Unless it's, like, a New Jersey season one or, like, mm, like a Beverly Hills bang. season one. 
was the, the dinner party from hell wasn't the, the season finale you stole my else. goddamn house oh you're right i you're hate right. Sorry. that i'm the only person here who's not a surface fan i just like <laughs> like to keep beverly hills out of my brain otherwise i'll just fall asleep mm-hmm. uh but back to potomac we pick up from the cliffhanger from last week where is karen home when they deliver the pizza such a cliffhanger such a cliffhanger. Uh, we learn later on during the episode, she doesn't even know a pizza was ever delivered. Yeah, and then she thinks that, like, some prank was played where Ashley peed on the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> a pizza that she just never received. Yeah. Uh, but we do get the official announcement of La Dame Fragance, <sighs> which is featured on a billboard in Times Square. It's like <laughs> a slide and, like, a moving billboard. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so congrats to her. One of the highlights from the season has been producer interaction with Karen mm-hmm. during her talking heads. And the producer's asking her, like, what's the pay- payment plan for uh, her husband's settlement? And she refuses to, <laughs> to talk about or answer it. That weird breakfast scene with her and her husband where, like, she had obviously gotten some food. Mm-hmm. Like, she, I think she had walked over to craft services for the show's production, <laughs> grabbed a few pastries and like put them on a plate. Cause she was really surprised that something was good. I was like, you just made it look like you were cooking this breakfast. And then now you're surprised. Yeah. Uh, we get the continuation of Ashley and Michael talking about a baby. Mm-hmm. And it's really jarring for me to see Ashley saying, I want a baby by 30. Yeah. The fact that we have a 20-something housewife, I sometimes forget about. Yeah. She started when she was, like, 25. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Also, did you notice, speaking of weird timing and stuff like that, this didn't happen until the end, but, like, someone mentioned why would you have a party on a rooftop in October? And so this season of Potomac is ending where the season of New York we're watching started. Yeah, that's wild. Which is wild. But we kind of knew that because we were wondering, like, where is Potomac? And we thought that, like, maybe they were just going to, like... Can it? Can it, right? Yeah. The Washington Post was writing a lot of articles about Potomac that now aren't true because this was a good season of Potomac. I know, yeah. This was probably the best season of Potomac. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We also get... A peek into Ashley's engagement party when she, when they're arriving to Candace's. Mm-hmm. How they had it was a decades party, and she dressed as Vanessa Williams. <laughs> I mean, like dressing as specifically somebody at your own engagement party seems it's a little weird. weird. It's like you're putting on a mask because mm. you don't necessarily want to live the truth of oh, the engagement. Sad, sad. If you had to go to a decades party, what decade would you dress as? Well, I think the the concept here is you have to dress as the decade you're born. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It wasn't just like uh, like multiple choice. Oh, weird. Because yeah. in um, elementary school, we had to do a decades thing, and I got stuck with like the worst decade, or I thought it was the worst decade of the time, to dress for the 1940s. And like when you're like, Ooh. when you're like a little kid, like what do you do? What the, like? I put on a suit and like, it was like, I'm Frank Sinatra. That's the that's like not the right decade. I know. Well, I think it was the decade he was born. Oh no, okay. no, it wasn't. I mean, maybe actually he was around in the forties, right? Not like I don't think he was like performing. Mm. 
Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so at this engagement party, we get another showdown between Ashley and Karen. And I liked Karen's rant where she, where she was like, I don't care about your opinion about my ring, my toes, my toenails. If I cared about that, I'm going to check myself into an insane asylum. <laughs> She's not a well woman, but I love her for it. Yeah. Uh, I, was there anything else before I get to the closing montage of where are they now moments? Uh, Chris got them all napkins with their names on it. Oh, which was yeah. like Because eh. he didn't get them napkins at the... What was it? Like, it wasn't kickball? No, it was like... <laughs> it was a weird it was ball, fake sport. Like you put yourself in, in a, ball. a ball, but like you play soccer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In that ball, I think. It's like a little bit like Overwatch. Like a fake sport. No. <laughs> no, Lucio Ball is starting up. It's the Overwatch Summer Games, baby. Oh. Uh, so where where are we now? Candace appears to be landing on a $175,000 budget for her wedding. Mm-hmm. Which, given what we've seen thus far of this... Like, her fiancé couldn't even afford napkins at the party. <laughs> but But not even that, like... They appear to be in a troubled relationship, right? right? Yeah. Ooh, I mean, to be like pouring that money into something that will all be for naught. And like the kid, his kid might be there that he hasn't seen in nine years or something. Yeah. They're all like their narrative around that kid, like coming to the wedding or something like that is like, yeah, like the wedding's the right place to do it. Yeah. Like, no. On camera, too. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, I, my favorite was Ashley's. Where are they now? Moment. Mm-hmm. She went to a fertility temple and and prayed to a wooden penis with Michael. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, we learned Monique is pregnant. Do we know this? In life, we knew this. Yeah, we did. Yeah, someone sent us like the reveal or something like that. Oh. There's like an Instagram thing of it's like a boomerang of her like in a flowy dress and then like she turns and holds her stomach oh. and she reveals. We've known about this for like a long time. Wow. Okay. I think I was just not paying attention. Yeah. Wake up, Pearl. Uh, R- Robin's fixer upper. Still <laughs> needs work. Of course. That's never going to be completed. Uh, she might be getting remarried to Juan. Good. 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 Love it. Oh, I skipped over the part where she hung out with, like, her biological dad, and everyone's like, yeah, get back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love them. I feel like they have rekindled it. Yeah. They I think they back. truly love each other. Yeah. They and, saw that medium or whatever. And they hinted to the G.I. Jane haircut, which we have seen on Watch Diamonds Live. We've seen in the reunion previews. Mm-hmm. You uh, call it the G.I. Jane haircut? That's what they called it in the... Oh, really? Are they now? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I know, it's so weird. <laughs> like, like G.I. Jane was like, like shaved. shaved. I know. This is like a Justin B- I would say Justin Bieber or something. Like yeah. Ellen. Mm, yeah, more like Ellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I don't remember uh, Giselle's Where Are They Now. I feel like it talked about possibly getting back with Sherman. Which... No, it said, it said an old flame. Oh, an old, even older. No, it was like vague enough that it could have been Sherman. Mm-mm-mm. Just didn't name him. Okay. So, previews for the reunion. Three-parter. Three-parter. Congratulations, ladies. You've made it. You've made it. It looks great. Mm-hmm. 
high energy. Everyone's awake. Mm-hmm. We're doing our jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, and even Andy said this on Watch for Seventh Live to Giselle, the looks are a little wackadoodle. I mean, Karen was in a wedding dress, like a ball gown wedding dress. Yeah. And I mean, Andy even had the audacity to say that Giselle, that was probably not your best look. Mm-hmm. That green, I don't even know what material it was, yeah. her hair and a pony. Also, you know what bugs me? It seems like the set is smaller than a usual reunion set. Mm-hmm. They, they all didn't... seem very close. Good, intimate. No. Oh, okay, no. I like it. I like Spread there to out. be some space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what's the perfect one? Um, New Jersey season two, when, well, they, granted, they only had what? four people yeah. total but like they each had a ton of room on each couch like sure. the place was huge yeah yeah and the Borgata baby I also like when they do a destination and they get to like say where they're filming yeah, from yeah but did did we even film this in Potomac or did we no, ship they probably them up did to New York? York Yeah. oh yeah were they in somewhere in Brooklyn were they I feel like we reported on this but no yeah. no no that was something different that was like spawn con that was being filmed with giselle out in the wild i believe oh, okay so let's move right along to orange county mm-hmm. which i mean it was going to be hard to top last week top last week mm-hmm. and for a while i was a little bored and we also like unfortunately we have two new women that we have to get to know yeah and their home lives are <laughs> To me, just, like, not that interesting. Yeah. Well, we have, like, something we haven't really seen before. Emily's elderly in-laws are fitness fanatics. Yeah. Uh, which was fine. And, and also, like... While, while we're there, we learn that her mother-in-law is telling Emily that she needs to convince Shane to... Take the California bar. Like, basically, either shit or get off the pot. Like, take the bar or stop talking about it. Yeah. So, at first, when I heard this, I I was like, number one, how is he her boss at any point? Right. Because that's how they met. Wasn't it a different state? Yes. We learn that he has passed the bar in Utah, Mm -hmm. but has not passed the bar in California. Yeah. Which, California is a notoriously hard bar exam. Why is that? It's all very state to state. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, like, we know so many lawyers out there. We know um, Tom Girardi. We know Robert Kardashian Sr. Mm, 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 mm. Was it just there were too many lawyers at one point? Yeah, they, they just had to get the best of the best, yeah. baby. Uh, yeah. So, and then, I, and then also I think it's also harder to take the bar years out after originally taking your first bar. Right. Because it's not fresh. Mm-hmm. You're not in the studious mindset. Mm-hmm. I would not like to take a bar right now. Oh my god, we should sign you up and see how you do. <laughs> that would be a good, like, come, come through Queen in the Field. Like, sign you up for the bar to see if you can get it before what's-his-name gets it. Shane? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're sick. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, yeah, so that's what we got a taste of with Emily. Emily, did we discuss yet how, like... Her entire relationship with her husband started on Gchat, and yeah. like they got like engaged on Gchat or something like that. She also 
perpetuated this notion on Watch What Happens Live. And Brooklyn Decker called her out. Yes, that GChat predated text messaging, which is not the case. I could AIM. see what, I could see what she meant. No. No, no, no. Hear me out. So like GChat, like think about GChat. I had it in college back then in like the 2006s, the 2007s, the 2008s yeah. of the world. Texting was around, but people Texting was around, but like people weren't people like it's not like texting culture like we have now where everyone's texting constantly it was like people if they were sitting at a computer would use other means right okay i see what you're saying yeah i just want to know like the the exact year that this was transpiring Mm -hmm. because i want to say by 2008 no by 2008 Nine, definitely everyone was like all phones. All people had like Blackberries at that point. People were like doing BBM and like that sort oh, of people thing. People had iPhones too. Yeah, the iPhone was like coming out. Um, so yeah. But I, I stand if it, her. If it was 2006, m- maybe 2007, I'll give it to her. Uh huh. Because I, like, I even think about it now. Um, a lot of my, like, first courting with, like, my college boyfriend happened, like, via Facebook messages, like, before Messenger, Ooh. like, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think even on, like, Gchat Mm-mm-mm. and that sort of thing. Do you remember Google Wave? I, I know you tried to... I tried to make a, I tried to do a uh, tweet about it today. Got two likes. Um, which <laughs> is... <laughs> so proud of you. Um, but, yeah, that was fun. That, wasn't Google Wave like kind of like an Excel spreadsheet or something? It was like a, almost like a Google Doc like collaboration situation. Yeah. I loved it. Maybe maybe uh, Emily got proposed to on a Google Wave and she just <laughs> forgot. <laughs> but bringing it back to OC, I liked when Vicky called. We get a flashback of Vicky calling uh, Kelly Dodd. And Kelly answers the phone, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Dunn is, is really the one steering the ship on OC right she's, now. She's, <laughs> like, we'll get to more of her later, but she's really something. So then they, like, meet is up. This, her, this is her third season. That's wild. Yeah. They meet up. A very awkward hug that Vicky attempts to give. And mm-hmm. Kelly does not want to receive. Mm-hmm. And, like, Vicky just can't admit what she's doing is the wrong aspect, the wrong aspects of what she's doing. Mm-hmm. This is like what the thing is with Vicky. We get too many scenes of her sitting there and like thinking she's apologizing to someone, but she's like, just not. We also get a lot this episode of Vicky kind of talking around the fact that she thinks she owns this show. Mm-hmm. She's like, I deserve respect. I deserve respect. Right. You will give me respect. Mm-hmm. And then, like, to the girls later, like, this is my sandbox. <laughs> and, like, you're going to play in my sandbox and follow my rules. hmm So, yeah. Uh, but then we get a spawn con of Dodd and Tamara. Mm-hmm. Hugging, their dogs. Hugging their dogs. You probably hated this spawn con. Least favorite spawn con. What's this movie called? Dog Days. Dog Days. Will you be going to see it? will not see dog days. I have enough dog days here in this building. So riding in the elevator with a hundred dogs. <laughs> Those are my dog days of summer. Oh my god. I want to say the spawn con for the spy who, who loved me mm-hmm. or whatever last week was 
a million times better. OC's getting a lot of SpawnCon. Their SpawnCon even played during New York this week. Which is interesting because they used to never get it. Right. They would be like the last chosen mm-hmm. for this kind of job. But here, here well, we are. Well, Tamara has proved herself as an actress on and off the show. Yeah. Yeah. As you, <laughs> as you claim that she was acting all last I think time. she was acting all the entire last week's episode, except when she broke her foot. Okay. Shannon's QVC frozen meals. Did I tell you that I heard she was going to be on QVC, so I DVR'd the entire thing? She was on for like 15 minutes. When? Like two Saturdays ago. Okay. Was it the meals? Yeah. So, spoiler alert. She was on this guy. This guy's like regular show. It's like in the kitchen with David. Uh, And she like did a segment on that. I mean, we reported on this podcast that she got this QVC deal. Yeah. Her and Lisa Rinna seeing each other in the halls of QVC. So, I want to say the cameras of Orange County, Real Housewives, did not do much justice to these meals. I thought that the linguine one looked fine. Uh, yeah. Also, these were like, these weren't like the finished product yet. These were still like oh, we were in testing. production. Test, the test kitchen, one might say. Yes. Well, no, we weren't like, she wasn't cooking it raw. These were like frozen, but it was yeah. like not the completed. Yeah. I don't know. A lingui- like a ling- do you need to freeze a linguine? Like, cooking pasta is so easy. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I've had, like, if you go to, like, Trader Joe's and you grab those things of frozen pasta that you can just, like, two seconds put it on the thing. No, I mean, I do got to say, the, the Trader Joe frozen meals, they know what they are doing. Right. Uh, I'm not going to be expecting the same quality out of QVC frozen meals. Really? No. <laughs> you have to be put on a payment plan for these things and over at Trader Joe's they're like two bucks a pop I know like you just bop over to Trader Joe's uh yeah having her daughters try them out I feel oh, they were not the right audience for those they don't have the refined palates they're Though, pa- I don't think a lot of people like on the OC show have like refined palates oh no 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 they like a plain chicken breast no salt and pepper a well-done steak. Maybe a steamed broccoli. Mm-hmm. No salt and pepper. <laughs> not even... Not a char, just a, a steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to eat like the OC ladies. They also don't eat on the screen. Yeah. Uh, so, we get Gina going to the, the zoo with her kids, and I... Was it her mom or something? Well, it's also just foreshadowing, like, the demise of her marriage. Yeah, I mean, this man is just not anywhere in the picture in terms of being on screen. Like, literally not in the picture. Right. But Uh, we've seen a picture of him. Yes. We'll miss him. I mean, he would have been, like, giving Mauricio a run for his money. I think already surpassing Mauricio. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, got the Lydia's husband good looks without, like, the weird skeeviness of him. Yeah. You know? And a little, like, a little bit more, like, beef to it. Yeah, like a Long Island version of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to see him. (laughs) Sad. So... The, the pinnacle of this episode was really this dinner where we get the six ladies together for the first time. Yes. And of course, the three amigos are planning a... Like, a secret gr- handshake? A 
dance, a greeting. It's like a way to try to intimidate the new women, but the new women didn't fall into it. I feel like they like were so confused by what was happening. <laughs> uh, Shannon hates everyone new. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, because that's kind of like Vicky's game. Yeah, but like think about people... They played the montage, which oh, I yeah, love. Yeah. They've been doing a lot more montages across all... Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, franchises recently, like a lot more flashback montages, mm-hmm. and I liked, I liked the one of like every new person Shannon hating, from Megan King Emmons to Kelly Dodd to uh, Lydia. Yeah, which is funny that like Lydia predates Shannon. I know. <laughs> we got Tamara scooting around on a little. It's like kind of like a bike. Oh, I. It's like where you kneel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like if your foot's broken. I would yeah. definitely do that over crutches. Yeah. It's a little, like, easier, quicker. But it's, like, it's a lot more money. Oh, okay. Crutches, like, cost nothing. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Fun fact. I did not know Shannon went to law school and then dropped out during her second year, and this was tied to her first marriage. Didn't know she was married? I knew she was married. I feel like I, it, like, it all, like... But if you think about it, it all makes sense, memory. because Shannon is, like, how old is she? 50-something? Oh yeah, she 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 is not a young mother. Yeah, and but her kids are young. They're not like Gina and Emily's kids running around like lunatics, right? But like they were when we first met her. Oh, yeah, were they? They weren't like I don't know. They're like yeah, she's fifty four. Okay, she her youngest kid is probably eight, eight nine, currently ten. Right now, eleven. No, keep going. <laughs> no, the oldest one's like going off to college soon, like eighteen. So like, no, they're like, it's. I think right now they're like sixteen and fifteen. Really? Yeah. I can't tell. I mean, if she's fifty-four, like she probably gave birth to them around forty. How old are her? How old are her kids? How many kids does she have? She has three. She's got the twins. The where, twins. Where that's one, what, one looks older than the other one. That's what confused me. Yeah. No, there's one twin that looks like. A good two years younger than the other twin. Okay, that's what threw me off. Yeah. Surface fan over here. Uh, yeah, surface fan. Come on, get <laughs> off this podcast. Uh, so what's wild to me is Gina, we learn, is 33. Mm-hmm. And like this 33-year-old hanging out with these <laughs> these women. This is why I say, like, stop hiring young, young ones like that. But like, think about it, like... Ashley and Karen. You know, for some reason, Ashley and Karen doesn't bother me as much. Uh-huh. I think maybe because Ashley doesn't have kids. That makes sense. So I feel like she can, like, hang a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Whereas we got this young mom. Not really a young mom, though. Like, she's in her 30s. hmm Uh, hanging out with Vicky just feels so weird. I know. But I do, like, I will give Gina some cred. For, like, first sit down with Vicky, oh, yeah. like, she dragging her into this bitch. Yes. Uh, I mean, the new girls are Team Dodd. Mm-hmm. Which, like, how can you not be Team Dodd? Yeah. It's, like, cut and dry. Yeah. I mean, for, for this specific issue, at least. In the greater scheme of things, maybe you're not Team Dodd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Vicky's being a POS to Dodd. But I love Kelly saying... Went in response to Emily's support, screaming, she's a lawyer, she knows! 
<laughs> but like, I wouldn't scream that about you because I know that not all lawyers know, you know. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and then Gina keeps saying it's girl code. Subtle Luann hashtag Countess and Friends promo. It is girl code. And Dodge just having the time of her life, and then invites her. Not quite boyfriend, but, like, a man she met last weekend. Who, like, gives me Brian Scarf Guy vibes. I was... <laughs> that was, like, on the tip of my tongue. Uh-huh. Like, waiting to jump out. Uh-huh. Like, he's literally Scarf Guy. Well, like, I feel like women around that age... Like, th- that kind of guy's attractive. Mm. Tall, dark, handsome. A, like, a, like, a longer hair. A longer hair. Like, who... It's, like, almost like, um... Jockeying. Jacques, Jockeying. Jacques really set the set the goalposts. <laughs> he truly did. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this dinner just really goes awry once this man arrives. Because then all the ladies want to leave, which I don't really blame them because it was really weird for Kelly to invite this man. <laughs> and like, not only invite him, start making out with him. I think it's weird any time, any situation like that. Mm. Like you're bringing in a this. They probably went on like. One date? One date. And this has happened in, in your situations I've been around where someone's Stop. gone on one date or brought their first date oh. to group situations. Oh. And you know who I'm talking about? A few, actually. Um, <laughs> it's happened more than once, actually. <laughs> and I always think it's like a little like odd because then you have to like, you're like with your friends hanging out and then you have to like meet this new person, make all sorts of, like, talk with them, and it could not be... It could be one and done, you know? Meanwhile, on the other side of the coin, you were angry that I kept Alex from you for two months. I'm not angry. I am! (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 you were... No, not angry. You were offended, I I think is the correct word. I wasn't offended. Okay. This is a rewriting of history. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Well, it's not like... But, oh, that situation, it wasn't like... I was the first friend to meet Alex. It was mm. like after like your het friends, then like your other couple friends, then it's me and Jamie alone in the corner. But where all the, are they all now? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're all here. <laughs> uh, so let's move to New York, New York City, baby. Uh, so we're back from Cartagena. It's an if it feels like a finale episode, but not quite. Yeah, it's this was a really weird episode. This episode was so fast paced. Yeah, they didn't linger on any one scene too long. We're bopping around so much. It's a lot of reflection on this crazy trip. A lot of shit talk and, and like <laughs> literal shit, like poop. Yeah. Not like shit talk. That there was plenty of that too. Sure. Um. Actually, every scene had something. The. Ramona reveal. Every scene had something. <laughs> Hamptons, Reno. We've been doing this for months, it seems. Mm-hmm. We got a rug from Zarin Fabrics. Which is not closed. Still open. <laughs> still open. Around the corner. Honey tried to get a rug from Zarin Fabrics. Oh, yeah. She tried to win the contest, and we had to all, like, tag her <laughs> yeah. or something in an Instagram post. <laughs> it was, like, weeks later, and I was like, why am I following this, like, weird carpet company? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ramona's Reno. Listen, she did. She worked with what she had. Mm-hmm. I liked where we're going with it. It needs to be a little bit more lived in. 
There needs to be a lot more color. A I few think. more rugs, actually. Yeah. I, Zarin could have given a few more. Like, that, I know, color I was fine with. I think that main room, she had that big photograph above the um, mantle. Yeah. Um, which was done by someone who I knew in college, actually. He's, like, now a famous photographer, oh, which is wild. Can we get a photograph up in here? Um, I don't know. He was my ex-boyfriend's, like, roommate in L.A. Wow. Anyways. Um, but Luann... But no, that, that had a lot of good color, like, lots of blues and stuff sure, like that. Sure, that could have sure. been brought into, like, some throw pillows. Maybe, like, mm. a little bit of a pattern on a curtain. I was... To be honest with you, I was fine with it. Whether or not it's ordered online, I don't know why that was the biggest offense. Yeah, Luann isn't, I won't say isn't getting countessy, but she's kind of getting a little judgmental across the board. Which, given the fact that I do adore her uh, Hamptons home that she stole from her kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, she does have a leg to stand on. But she was being, like, overly aggressively mean about it when she recounted the, the reno with Bethany. Well, because the thing is, when you are on Bethany's good side, oh, you yeah. feed into all of that personality and you get a little... Yeah. Like that. There's not a flower. There's there, not even a chia pad. I counted three flowers <laughs> in the... There were like, uh, what's those things called? The orchids? smelled the flowers. <laughs> but to contrast this, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Okay. Bethany's reveal for her home. I liked it even less. I wouldn't say even less. I just was like not impressed compared to what I've seen from her taste. We've This is like the third oh, yeah. apartment I've seen. I like Bethany's Hamptons home a hundred times better than this house. This, this apartment. But I think she's, like, really trying for, like, chic city living when she's doing this. I will say I do like that she thinks of all the details and makes sure that, like, a house is all tricked out in, like, the right ways. Like, yeah, install that nice ice maker. Like, make sure that you have, like, the moth-free closet um, and all that. Like, do all that. I do like that. Sure. You also are just, like... No. You are... You will never give Bethany anything. No, I'll give her plenty. You'll give her her Hamptons house. But I bet like two years ago, you wouldn't give her the Hamptons house. I'm giving her the Hamptons house. (laughs) I don't like Bryn's bed being tucked into a wall. What? (laughs) Bryn's bed, there's like, uh, the way her bedroom is shaped, there's like an indent in the wall, Mm -hmm. and that's where the bed is. Like her bed's like up against the wall on three sides. People like a little, like, cozy I comfort. Know. I feel like it's a little uh, suffocating. <laughs> and I feel like, overall, the the look was a little masculine for me. I just wasn't crazy about it. Okay. But you liked Ramona's house more? I feel like Ramona's house had more potential to go in the direction of something I would like. Yeah. One thing I like about rich people is that, like, they can... Like, Bethany's so rich that she can have a team of people come in and move her entire house so that she's ready to move straight mm, in after vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the kind of rich we should all aspire to be. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. So. I need to talk about Carol and Tinsley. And Tinsley sobbing. <laughs> I'm, 
with the team Bethany and Carol thing, I'm team Carol. But like this sit down, she was like so weird and like mean about Tinsley. Like it was bizarre to me. Well, Carol's mean about Tinsley. She said the reason that Tinsley had no problem with, like, the boat ride was because Tinsley's used to making excuses for abusive relationships. Oh, I think I, like, missed this part. It was, like, so crazy to me. Yeah. Um, so weird. And then that's why she started, like, sobbing. Tinsley did. Oh, I thought she was just... No, I thought she was crying because she said, like... It wasn't that scary, and she was taking it personally that all the other women thought it was scary. No, there was this whole narrative oh, that okay, Carol yeah. said about, like, Tinsley coming from an abusive relationship, so she makes excuses sure. for, like, things that are scary. Which I mm. thought was, like, such, like, a weird mm. read of this situation. And I almost think that it... <laughs> I, I, mean, I hate to blame Bethany, but I feel like it's that sort of, like... Bethany decides a narrative for you, mm. and Carol was deciding some weird narrative for Tinsley that I don't think existed. I can't believe I, I like glossed over that aspect of this conversation. I just, uh, I just uh, clarified with Alex to make sure I wasn't crazy and making mm. something up because you know, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It was so weird. Yeah, I mean that does sound crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I can't be a blind Carol stand anymore. Well, like, you have to realize that some people, no matter how much you like them, have flaws. Yeah, come on. Um, let's talk about Someone? that. Yeah, let's talk about Sonia. <laughs> that poor rental agent. Sonia has put so much into that relationship with that rental agent. Like, she loves that woman so much. <laughs> I feel like she wants to con her into being part of Team Sonia. But, like, the way Sonia was talking about her. (laughs) Also, the revelation that Sonia wears diapers when traveling. Oh, yeah. We can't gloss over that. It's... She wears diapers on the Jitney because she doesn't want to use a bus bathroom. I mean, Lisa Renna is shaking right now. And The Depend sponsorship is in jeopardy. And I will say... (laughs) Sonia clarified, I think on Watch Happens Live, that she doesn't usually wear the white diapers, that she prefers the, there's black ones or there's purple ones. Stop it. Which I've, as a joke, ordered diapers for, like, diaper samples um, to my friend's office. Okay. Just to be like, huh, this is so weird. And they, there are, like, black and purple ones. But are they, like, big and puffy, like, pampers? No, no, no. Or they're like, more it's chic. slimming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you've, you've seen that Lisa Rinna commercial. It's a, the point of it is, like, she can wear it underneath, oh, like, yeah, a ball yeah, gown yeah, or whatever. Yeah. She's, and you like, can't going tell. to the, the Oscars. Yeah. I think, like, <laughs> I think what Sonia was wearing on the plane back was, like, a baby diaper. I got the pamper. one that was, like, popping out of her um, <laughs> pants. Uh, but, like, on this same line of discussion, dogs are just, dogs and cats are just shitting outside. <laughs> the snow is falling. Oh, I thought you, for a second, I thought you meant dogs and cats in general oh, no, in the no, world. No, no, not in general. <laughs> I thought you were setting up another, like, reason to a drag animals. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Sonia lets the dogs and cats shit outside. Then it snows. 
the snow compounds it, and then the snow melts, and then she still doesn't want to pick it up. And she says, like, oh, you know, my daughter's not here. I got this. I got this. It's just a lot for me to handle. As somebody who just took care of a dog for five days, pro tip. Pro tip. Okay. Pick up the poop immediately yeah. and throw it in a trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Done in two seconds. Here's what I think her... <laughs> here's how I think she her game plan is. She's got the dogs. Hopefully they're not shitting in the home. I imagine she picks those up. She'll open, like, the door to the garden out, let them run out, shit, they come back in, she will worry about it, worry about it another day. Yeah, but that's lazy. You gotta, yeah, you gotta do it. it, you I know? know? I know, I know. Trust me, I know. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Bethany and Lou go to get a custom lipstick for hashtag Countess and Friends. You can make your own lipstick. It seemed fun. I would love that. It seemed a little, like, boring, though. Because, like, you don't get to mix it yourself, really. Jamie, would you like a, a custom lipstick? Yeah, like, was it in Soho? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yes, I saw that store. I want to go. See? I guess it's, it's, it's not hip. Cheap, though. Not yeah. cheap, but I guess if you if you have a show at 54 oh, Below. I mean, Bethany's a very rich woman, so... Yeah, yeah. Maybe Bethany will take... Take you, Jamie. <laughs> uh, so we get a meal with Carol and Dorinda. And Carol walks in with two copies of, of the Widow's, Widow's Guide. Guide. <laughs> now, I felt like I, like I like got hit over the head and like woke up five years later. It's like... We're still having this conversation about Widow's Guide being optioned for a TV show. So yeah, that was like a thing in her first season. Second season. Second season. That she... (laughs) Was possible... And like back then I remember being like, oh my god, this is so exciting. So exciting! She's gonna get this show optioned, it's gonna be so amazing. And then when when Girlfriend's Guide was announced, I thought that was the show. Yeah. And then it wasn't the show. So then... Maybe in this post-American woman Kyle Richards mm-hmm. world, there's actually a market for these housewives uh, TV shows. I have a legitimate question. Did that season finish? I don't Did know. Did it happen? It, Did it get started. Pulled? It definitely started. Not a soul is talking about American Woman. Well, it, it was so weird because it got moved to like the Paramount channel, which yeah. is a new channel. And like, there's not much going on there except for bar rescue, which is really good. Okay. Um, but yeah, but this also felt like, because we know what happened with Carol, it felt like she just didn't have one more storyline to give. Mm. It was like, so we're making this up. I don't just pulling something from the past. Like, when she said, I just got off the call with my agent, she could have meant, I just got off the call with my agent in, 2012. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she did still have a storyline because we're, ta- we're like amping up for the Cosmo article party. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, speaking of, we are going in our Adidas Best, a tracksuit, uh, a fun little They called sneaker. it athletic chic at first, but then they were just calling it athleisure, so I wonder mm. what the invitation actually said, and I wonder if... It's athletics. Ra- I wonder if Ramona didn't get the memo on purpose. I mean, Ramona did, I do you want to say, look a little toned down from a normal Ramona look? 
She like, was like in a black dress. But it was like a it was like a strappy body <laughs> number. Yeah, so let's go down to the looks. Carol Carol, what? Carol, Carol. We're, we're still running that marathon. She's had some looks. She finally finished this article. <laughs> Six months later. Six months later. She's a, a writer, and she finished this one article six months later yeah well she deserves an award and <laughs> we got adam there to give her one which he worked three days on according to scott do you think that adam purchased that trophy from mario singer i would love for that to be the case because that's all i could think of because the last time that a trophy like that was involved mm. was when carol threw a different party at um spin and Mario mm. provided the trophies for it. Wow. That's a throwback. Wow. <laughs> well, Carol's, all of Carol's storylines <laughs> are throwbacks these days. Uh, so, more looks. We got Tinsley in her pigtails. Her look was like wow. Jenny from the block. With Columbia promo. And not... Cartagena, Columbia. Columbia University. Well, she graduated from there, which we found out. Her and um, Kelly Bensman. Wild. <laughs> Played for the tennis team? Intramural tennis? I Who think, knows? No, she's a wasp, so mm-hmm. it makes sense that she would have played tennis. I know, but like collegiate sports are like serious business. Is there, like, a huge collegiate tennis situation? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Yeah, maybe if you're, like, serious into tennis, you skip the whole college, then you just go into the, like, the U.S. Open. The pros. The pros. Yeah, what is the track for tennis? I don't know. Because I feel like <laughs> while you're young, you got to go, go do it. Like, don't mess around in, like, a college team, right? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> most importantly... The thing I want to talk about the most this episode, mm-hmm. Mama is back. Yes. And if you don't know who Mama is, get a clue. It's Heather Thompson, <laughs> the one true queen. Well, not the one true queen this week, but... No, but she, like of life. Yes, of life. So Heather rolls in and Ramona is very eager to greet her Ramona, and say hello. Ramona, not even... Eight episodes ago, referred to her as that woman, <laughs> didn't call her by her name. Now she's so chippy to see her. And she like pulls her into a hug and she's like, she tries to be like, what is what were the exact I, words? She says, what do you say? Give me some love, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes were focused on that, the two of them. Because Ramona, for some reason, was so excited to see her. <laughs> after not even wanting to acknowledge her as a former castmate. And, like, Ramona hated Heather when she was on the show. Yeah. For most of it. The, the, the last season, they sort of, like, became friendly, I guess. I mean, Ramona liked seeing Heather give it to Bethany. Yeah. So, speaking of that... Bethany? Nowhere to be found. Yeah. And when Carol... So... Uh, what's her name? Ramona apparently tells Heather that Carol's like found her voice and Heather's like, you've always had 
a voice to me, honey, and is like, and then goes into, she's almost has a prepared monologue about implying that Bethany is awful and that she knew it from the start. She's chomping at the bit yeah. to fight Bethany. I, you know what I say? I say, we know Carol's gone. I say, tag Heather in <laughs> to, 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 like, finish Bethany. Fin- finish her. Man, Heather was ready. Yeah. I wish she, like... I wish Bethany was there. Yeah. That would have been something to behold. Because we know Bethany. Like, Heather fucks Bethany up more than anyone. Yeah. Even more than Carol. But I think, like, I think that Heather would go into uh, Luann's Hampton Tome mode and, like, get in Bethany's face and, like, chase her around mm. and say, don't tell me anything, motherfucker. Yes. I am the hostess. <laughs> okay. Then we get Bethany, take your daughter to work day, bring Sonia to the denim company to see some friggin' bejeweled jeans. In like a like a cabin? Where were they? <laughs> Was that in the city of New York? I don't know. And like the the like little homosexual with like the plaid shirt and the fur vest. He was gay, right? Sure. Confirmed? Yeah. Because he did say that thing about um, BPD? Oh, uh, B... Big package denim? I don't know. Or something? I thought, like, I was so confused. I was like, are those the jeans they sell at Urban Outfitters? Well, that's BDG. Oh, yeah. So these are skinny talking jeans. about? I don't know. No, it means, like, big package denim. Like, it makes your package look big. Yeah, sure. Bethany loved that. Bethany loves to hear she, about a package. She was having the time of her life. She was hooting, hollering. She's there with her sister, Sonia. They're so fun, funny, light. <laughs> God, it was like, she's putting on the biggest act of being best friends with Sonia. I would love to see her hanging out with Sonia when the cameras are down. Have we ever seen the two of them in a picture together? Off season? I don't think so. No. No. Okay. Dorinda and John are eating dinner in, like, a side corner of the Madame Paulette factories. I loved this. I loved this. I bet you they do this all the time. (laughs) I loved... Where did this food come from? I want to know everything. I bet you that John orders in from the nicest restaurant in the Upper East Side. Caviar. Not seamless. Yeah. Um, No, he has someone go fetch it. Okay, yeah. He has, like, one of the... Team Paulette. Team Paulette. Go fetch it. <laughs> um, I bet he does this, like, once a month. Oh, it's so romantic. <laughs> Dorinda is guiding him for his appearance on Rachel Ray. Beautiful. She doesn't want him to give away too much to the studio audience. He's just so kind. He's benevolent. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Giving. <laughs> a kind man. Do you think Rachel Ray and Luann kind of look alike? They have like the same tone. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Like a very gravelly like. No, I said, I said looks, not I know, sound. I don't, I don't think they look alike. I think, I think a little bit. Alike. I think it's the same general idea. I think the sound is traveling to looks for you. No, I think they were, like, cut from the same fabric. From the same Connecticut cloth. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we are finishing up this episode with Ageless by Ramona. 
Which, try to Google it. Does not exist. Nothing. <laughs> Bethany was actually flipping out on Twitter uh, last night saying, like, I'm not going to parties for fake products, like fairy tale products. Oh my fuck. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> I've also tried to Google skinny girl deli meats to see if I could find some in the tri state area. Also, does not exist. I know, Bethany, so you're one to talk about fairy tale products. <laughs> <laughs> that deli meat was all a dream. It existed once upon a time. Yeah, for five minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, at Ageless by Ramona, we get Sonia carrying a bag of shoes to give out to some women who attend this. Not for Dorinda and Carol, because they're on her shit list. This is, like, absurd. <laughs> and, like, Ramona's, like, hitting... <laughs> Sonia is just doing this. Uh, Tinsley's dreaming up businesses for herself. Tinsley travels. Yeah, that was a joke. Yeah. Oh, thought you just making sure you got it. So, okay. So then we kind of get like a little bit of a showdown with like Lou and Dorinda. Mm-hmm. And even though like I'm always team Dorinda, obviously we know she's been wrong for many episodes now. Mm-hmm. But Lou carrying on about Dorinda's drinking problem, mm-hmm. I think was also misguided. Well, like, Lou saying one thing to Dorinda's face, but then saying something completely different in, like, the interviews. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, oh, I would never stay mad at my friends, darling, but they're yeah, turning around yeah, and they're, yeah. like, all that. So that's where I think she's going wrong. And we learned over the course of the past week, I want to say, Dorinda has not seen or spoken to Lou since they wrapped. Interesting. Which is wild. That's was that five who months that ago. Tweet was about? What tweet? The tweet that somebody posted, the like incoherent tweet from Dorinda. Uh that that wasn't where we learned that. That was just a crazy tweet that didn't really make much sense. Oh. Uh okay. Previews for next week. It's hashtag Countess and Friends. Mm-hmm. Dorinda's in the audience, angry. So pissed. She's angry because Scott was invited, uh, Tinsley's boyfriend, but John wasn't. And she's been with John for like five years or whatever, and Scott and Tinsley have been together for a year. Or as she says, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Dorinda is enraged. In the preview. I know, it looks so scary. <laughs> and then we hear her popping off at the after party. So scary. After party that some people who listen to this podcast were at. More than one person. <gasps> or no, one person, and then the other person was on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... <laughs> um, uh, this looks like a finale that I am excited for. It's going to be so scary. The clip of Ramona trying to confront Bethany and then walking away oh my God. is so good. <laughs> Give her an EGOT. Give her all four <laughs> Give her awards. An e- an EGOT. Give her all four awards at once. Okay. She deserves musical uh, <laughs> acknowledgement. Broadway baby. She's a Broadway baby. She is a Broadway baby. It's television. It's television. It's, a, it's the silver screen. <laughs> Give it all to her. Do you know the other one? I said the silver screen. Musical. Broadway baby. Oh, oh, television. Oh, 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 silver oh. screen. I thought you were saying. Okay. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) 
so this is not going to be quite a deep dive, but more a where are they now? Mama. So Dan, like I've never seen Dan more excited than he is uh, to talk about Heather Thompson and her contributions. And I did a little bit of like my own personal deep dive that I posted on Twitter about a, a few, few weeks, ago. a few months ago. Whereas we found out that it was major. Heather was in the middle of major drama between JLo and Beyonce back in the day. And like, we sort of knew Heather's resume. Like she's always said, mm. Oh, I worked for Diddy. I worked for uh, house of Darion, yada, yada, yada. Little did we know that JLo, no, that Beyonce allegedly stole Heather from JLo mm. um, in sort of a, a coup d'etat, a, Katy Perry and Taylor Swift bad blood situation. Yeah. Um, so that was the original. And to this day, um, Tina Lawson, Tina Knowles Lawson will like a Heather Thompson Instagram. I mean, Tina's only following like 60 people. I know. Heather Thompson being one of them. I wonder huh? how often they talk. I don't know. I feel like Tina Knowles likes to keep people around for a long time. And really nurtures friendships. Mm -hmm. So I bet you they're still in each other's lives. Beautiful. But where's Heather now? Where is she? We didn't know. Or I didn't know until recently. And I think it's because this news happened in 2016. And 2016 was wild, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But she stepped down from Yummy after some major drama and litigation with the company's manager. Um, And on a recent episode of the podcast Andy's Girls, she said, I was stunted in where I wanted to go with Yummy because I had a partner in the business and he and I just don't see eye to eye. I decided I had done that and it was time for me to move on. Sometimes you need to close the door to open another one. Do you think Heather would come on here? Oh my God. Andy's girls. (laughs) Come through queen. You forgot the name of the podcast, didn't you? Our podcast? Yeah. (laughs) We are, um, peers. In the, in the podcast world, right? I guess. <laughs> um, let's, where else is she? Now, she's doing a new nutrition brand. So, now that she's done with Yummy, mm-hmm. Heather's moved on to her next endeavor. Around the end of her housewife's tenure, Heather got a degree in nutrition. And now she's putting it to good use with a new food brand called Nutritionary. Weird. It's funny, like, Yummy Tummy would have applied to this as well. It's like yummy, yeah. Tummy. Um, she's. I think she's selling this on. You know that like QVC knockoff line, uh, Evine that mm. like Heather DeBro sells stuff on. Doesn't Lou sell the Countess collection on there as well? Maybe that's one that's like based in Minnesota. The and Paula Dean sells stuff on there too. Mm-hmm. Scary. Yeah. So besides all that. She is also a, an ambassador for a performance wear brand. Uh, it's based out of New Orleans. It's called Ta- Task Performance. Mm-hmm. I wonder what like that entails. Just posting outfits on Instagram. Probably. I think like she's really into like hiking and climbing stuff recently. So yes. it has to do with that. Uh, she recently climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Really? Yeah. That's, like, the biggest one, except for Everest. Yeah, I think that's, like, Everest's little sister. Yeah. Uh, but shout-out to Slice that, like, did this roundup of Heather's whereabouts these days. Gave us a 
look into a slice of Heather's life. A slice of Heather's life. Yes. Uh, so, Brendan, who is the Freak of the Week? The Freak of the Week is Bethany Frankel, because some news came out about where... And this actually has a lot to do, in my mind, with Heather. Um, but from page six, Bethany is one busy housewife. Beth is expanding her empire to include a wide, a wide range of clothing. According to the blast, uh, Frankel has secured legal paperwork to slap her skinny girl branding on eyewear, sunglasses, backpacks, purses, and wallets. I would love a skinny girl backpack. <sighs> Her company um, also reportedly filed uh, to use the name SG Ingenious for use on products including jeans, trousers, dresses, and jackets. Um, She previously trademarked the phrase, good girls have good jeans. Though it's not... What about skinny girls? (laughs) It's not clear exactly how... Or when the trademarks will be used. Um, Frankel announced plans earlier this year to launch a line of skinny girl denim, which we saw on the show... Um, Interestingly, launching September 10th, which is pretty much when, like, right after the show's going to wrap up. She's a marketing genius. Not only is Frankel creating clothing and accessories for women, but she's reportedly looking to expand into kids' clothing. Back in February, the housewife had trademarked the name Brinny Girl. I am screaming from the rooftops. How did we not talk about this back in February. I don't know. In, obviously inspired by her daughter, Bryn. Um, and she wants to launch a clothing line uh, for children. The trademark reportedly covers shoes, underwear, hats, swimsuits, diaper covers, and more for babies, toddlers, and young children. Why is it not skinny baby? Why is it not skinny kid? Where is the skinny boy? Because she would be I know. demented. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I just want to say that back when Heather Thompson was still on the show Mm, mm, and talking about launching jeans, which I think she did, yummy jeans, Bethany criticized her and was like, you know what? You've got to find one product and stay in your lane and make that product the best it can be, yada, 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 yada. But here she is launching everything. Well, I think Bethany thinks the rules don't apply to her. Yeah. Uh, I do want a, a skinny girl backpack. Why? Uh, I'm in the market for a new backpack. My old backpack, I like spilled mouthwash all over it, so I need to get rid of it. That like, seems like the easiest thing to clean up. I, I, I've had it for 13 years. Like It's time to move on to like a fresh, new, like hip backpack. Skinny girl backpack being probably the one. Uh, also, Brinny girl... Would you would you dress your your children in Britney Girl? I'm never having <laughs> fucking children. <laughs> Though I wonder if um, it said it covered diaper uh, something or other. Yeah. So I wonder if uh, Sonia is consulting. Oh my god! Diaper Finally, covers. <laughs> Sonia is going to be able to afford her life. <laughs> I mean, was that was the apartment rented? I know she's living elsewhere. Oh, she is. She posts on. Instagram stories a lot and she has like this place with a balcony. I almost want to say it looks like to me like it's on the west side almost Mm. near like Hudson Yards like way Mm. over there because it's like a lot of those like really tall looking um, silver buildings. Wow. Okay. So not only do we have one one true queen we have two true queens this week. Mm -hmm. 
Well, the friendship, the sisterhood is the queen. Yeah, the, the, sis, the sisterhood. Legends supporting legends. Yes. Dave Quinn from People Magazine tweeted, A Housewives reunion. BFFs Brandy Glanville and Kristen Takeman had dinner last night at Craig's in Los Angeles. And we got two shots of the sisters uh, seemingly walking in or out of the restaurant and then in the restaurant holding two very large glasses of wine, smiling. Mm -hmm. Where is Brandy? Give her the diamond. Bring her back on Celebrity Big Brother. Do what it takes to get her back on my TV screen. I wouldn't mind Kristen back. Yeah, Kristen. You know what? Let's do, like, New York. Let's give... 12 ladies apples. I, I don't think it would be a problem. I mean, that one, the season seven was like nine of them. Eight or nine eight, of them. It was eight of them. I and think. it worked. It worked. And what's another one or two? Right. Like, sometimes you gotta like try something else. We're, we're ten years into many of these franchises. Yeah, because look at like, Jersey, they only give us like four women. Like, Oh, and Pile we're like scraping on. for like storylines. Pile them on. I think in contrast, uh, you know where uh, you know Gemma Collins, obviously from uh, Connor being real. She was on The Only Way Is Essex. I believe there's like 20 cast members on that show. Yeah. So like there obviously can be a successful show with many cast members. We just dip in and out of whoever's having something interesting going on. And it's more occasions where they're all together. Like yeah. Vanderpump Rules, they're all together mm-hmm. all the time. 20 people on that show yeah. as well. Well, that's it for this week. Um, please call us if you have any thoughts. Um, 717-47-FREAK. We would love to hear about anything that you want to talk about. Um, join the Facebook group, uh, Come Through Queen Facebook group. We have to approve you to let you in, but we do it like within seconds. 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 Unless it's like 3 a.m. Yeah, then we'll do it within hours. <laughs> uh, you could follow Brendan at Not Brendan. You could follow me at IDKIDK. You could email us at ComeThroughQueen at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.